You're on a school bus and then there was always that kid with too much energy in the morning. Yeah. And he's jumping around and he's screaming. Yeah. Yeah. And then by the end of the day, he's all tuckered out and he's asleep on the floor in your math class. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. There's going to yeah. be a, a Spotify listener that's going to freak the fuck out in their car. Yeah, sorry, Spotify <laughs> just, it, They've got our podcast on autoplay. They've just been listening to Tactical Crouch, and Avril's like, mm, have a lovely day, everybody. And then, ooh, <laughs> actual <laughs> chimp noises play in the background. <laughs> All right, anyway, welcome to the Guangzhou Charge team preview. If you're a Guangzhou Charge fan, God, it's been a difficult year, hasn't it? <laughs> and we're here to tell you... It's not getting too much better. Yo, <laughs> so, is that an Elden God. Ring reference or something? What, sorry? Was that an Elden Ring reference or something? Why was it so funny? No, I, I was just funny. saying it was... Just, I was oh, just saying it's funny. been a rough oh. year to be you a... Said, Bongo sounded like a grizzled ah. vet. No, I'm, I'm literally, Jonathan, there was no real <laughs> hidden message there. It's oh. just been a shitty year to support the Guangzhou Charge because you, they, yeah, okay. they look like an all right team. They've got some decent talent, but my God, did they just get made into a two-dimensional lasagna fucking... They got, they got mentioned lasagna. <laughs> yeah, two dimensional lasagna. That's incredibly lasagna. flat. Flatter than normal lasagna. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty bad year, 2021, especially coming off 2020, where they, I mean, they, they won a stage, <laughs> they won the summer showdown. I think everyone forgets that. Eileen was going crazy. It was nasty good, and then 2021, they just looked really poo. So I thought they were going to make some major changes heading into 2022, and. Uh, they really haven't done much at all, but they've changed around some stuff a bit. So I think let's start with the support line because mm-hmm. that's where they've made the most changes, right? Uh, it was Kareev and Mandu last year, I think, right? Yes. Um, and I can't say I was really hot on Kareev and Mandu <laughs> no, coming into the beginning be honest, of the season. Mate, they were poo. Yeah. Come on, dude. They were, but but I'm trying to think like beginning of 2021. I was like, ah, I don't really like this move. Like Kariv's, Kariv's a long time ho- player. I had but for Kariv, honestly, I had hopes for Kariv going into 2021. Like I thought, like there's, but I didn't think he was going to play Shu by any means. Like there was no replacement. Yeah, Shoe, no yeah. But it definitely did not. I think my Kariv hope has now officially. It's done. It's well, that's fine through. because they're not he's playing not with Kariv anymore. <laughs> they're playing yeah, with he's not there. Yeah, Unique it's done and Molly. So let's, let's start with Molly. Let's start with Molly because I, I feel like we have seen more of Molly, but Molly's also been a player that didn't actually get as much playtime as we wanted him to get. I have a point. Please. To make. I really like Molly as a player. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Molly's pretty sick. Honestly, that's what you giggle in. What's, what's so funny? Just, just <laughs> clip those sentences. What's so funny? Just, I really no, like Molly. Big fan of Molly. I love Molly. Molly's the best. <laughs> What's Especially so funny? one at a club. I don't yeah. understand why you're laughing. Anyway. Nothing. Bren's big in the rave scene. I, <laughs> I think Molly was an amazing flex support player um, in the moments that we saw them play. And yeah, I just think that they're a, a, a fantastic player. How are they going to be working in the system of um, kind of, again... Wow, look how much Molly's won. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The times really... we saw Molly play, the which times was how much? We saw, a lot. Jo- Jonathan, you are the one that normally pulls up the like played stats, right? Like how much they actually uh-huh. played. I have this written down right in okay. front of me. What how much? I did my research. In twenty twenty one, Molly played fifteen hours on Chengdu, played eight hours Senyara and six hours Savannah. 
And I didn't even bother running it down, but I think for Shanghai, he played like an hour and a half or something. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I went to look that. That was obviously when they were... On the, he played one map. Was it him that played one map? No, that was Develop. Like Sorry, Develop I'm confusing him and Develop. Map. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I played one, I'm confusing him and Develop. I think he played like an hour and a half or something this past season. But it's also like... You're, you're that was the, the Shanghai Dragons. Yeah, like, you're not going to get playtime on Shanghai. You're yeah. not. Yeah. But the, but, the Chengdu playtime... Yeah. My, my timelines have skewed in my head no that was 2020 it was 2020 right? for Chengdu. it wasn't yeah. beginning that's largely what i'm basing this I off think. of it was, oh, 2020 yes yeah, 2020 yes. yeah, yeah. 2020. i was i'm a fan of molly from that era from that year he wasn't gonna get he wasn't <laughs> gonna get play time <laughs> just, it's just <laughs> still funny <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the player i'm talking yeah. about the player yeah concentrate oh, we children. Know. sorry know. god's sake so immature yeah the I'm a big fan of Molly from that era. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stop himself. Holy fuck, because, are you guys like 20 years old? Come on. Because, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, but obviously they're not going to get playtime on the Shanghai Dragons in 2021. Course, like that's just, that's just a fact. But we know that they have really capable as a flexible player. Um, I, I have high hopes in that regard as well. I mean, that Guangzhou Charge also just don't have the option of not playing Molly because they, they don't have other options. They've only got the two players in their support yeah. line. Um, so it's not going to be like a similar situation. It does kind of just feel, though, like the Guangzhou charge bought the Shanghai bench a little bit here, doesn't it? With Molly going to develop. Thing? develop. Molly. Yeah. Molly and develop. Is it a bad yeah. thing? No, but also they we actually didn't see how good they were last year at all. They played a tiny amount. It's There's not... What I'm grasping for here is I want something to be excited about and even for Molly, who in 2020 I was excited about, the lack of data in 2021 just makes that a bit damp even compared in to the, where I like to be. Even in 2020, like I went back and looked at some of those matches in 2020 and, you know, Chengdu, they were obviously struggling that year. Uh, we mentioned that in the Chengdu episode as well. It wasn't a great year for them. But I looked at some of the comps they were playing. They were playing like a lot of dive with Mercy Sen. And essentially, like they just left Molly alone, yep. being like the Harmony Orb and the Discord Orb bot, essentially. And he didn't really get any resources whatsoever. And so obviously his stats um, are going to take a bit of a hit. I think I looked up the stats and he essentially had like some damage. But when you looked at like final blows, eliminations, like he was very low on those. Um, and also, I don't think he died that much either, which essentially tells you the story combined with the bots I watched that like, he just sat back and he wasn't really part in, you know, dealing damage to the tanks, you know, uh, being put resources into. And so with that, I find it very hard to judge Molly uh, like moving into Overwatch 2. Like, can we actually expect like carry performances from him? Can we expect uh, Guangzhou to reliably put resources into him and make him like a solid part of uh, this backline? And Avast touches this in a, in a former episode as well. Like, flex support is incredibly important going into Overwatch 2. So is Molly going to be your guy, like, I have my questions about that. I'm not, I'm, I'm a bit dubious. Yeah, I think he's also potentially set up to fail if there is any kind of double flex support meta, because... Yeah, his team the, has gaps there. The team has big gaps there, and I really don't know if the charge have demonstrated any ability to build a cohesive system outside of, you know, one flash where Eileen went crazy in 2020. So, it's... I'm not inspired looking at this team mostly because of their very poor performances in 2021. And two of the pieces that I felt pretty decent about are Rio and Krong, and they can't play together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, 
Yeah. I'm not. Do you want to touch on uh, Unique as well? I don't really Absolutely, think we, yeah. Uh, yeah. Address Unique, yeah. So uh, I also went back and watched some of his matches. Overall, like a pretty risk averse main support, like, you know, solid, consistent. But it's, again, it's nothing to like be super excited about. Like I watched him play and he had decent peel abilities, like booped away Sombras, booped away Tracers, you know, protected his flex support. Um, I saw him play against some Sombras, for example, but he just sit back, you know, save his, his sound barrier and not make like a proactive play. Um, like I think there were some moments where I could have perhaps liked to see Unique push forward a bit more, be a bit more aggressive and actually try to uh, be proactive with his sound barrier. But he was just like very risk averse. Didn't really do anything special, just a consistent main support. So you combine that with Molly, and I'm like, you know, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, when you combine stuff with Molly, it's, you know, it could be crazy. But <laughs> yeah. I do think. <laughs> just, just I... <laughs> beating, the, beating the horse. I'm not beating it. I'm just. I'm I just didn't observing. even. <laughs> when I was observing. saying all this shit, I didn't even tend to get on this part. I know. It's your minds that are corrupted. I know. They I'm are. just observing. I think overall, though, that this roster is the definition of like a store of like a target bought Parmesan cheese. It's like <laughs> it's going to get the job done, but it's not going to be that good. I can um, get behind I, this. Like That's it's good. it's like I look at this and I'm like, ah, like I could keep this in the freezer for a couple months and it probably won't affect <clears> the quality. <throat> badly. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't love any part of this roster. I think Unique is very solid. I think Develop is like their happy replacement. And like, we don't know really what it's going to look like at the Overwatch League level. I mean, you can sort of say the same for Molly, but he's actually had some good moments in the Overwatch League. So probably him and like Krong or like looking potentially if Eileen and Chosey One continue to do well. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. They just have all these parts that are like okay, but nothing that's definitive mm -hmm. at any point. Yeah. And also, actually, they don't have a flex support player. Another one. I don't know. There is a, there is one part of the roster I really like, which is the tank line. I agree with all of you. The flex, the support line is like the, there's gaps in this play. A wrong meta comes out, and this this team's fucked. They're just fucked, man. Like, if a double flex support meta comes out, like, is Unique going to be flexing over to it? Are they going to get one of the... They gonna get, some teams end up putting, like, their DPS players on flex support sometimes. Like, you don't want that scenario to, to happen. Um, but the tank line, I think, will be able to cover almost every single role, I imagine, um, in terms of what they might want to play. I worry about Rio playing solo tank. Yeah. Because Rio is dependable, but... Not his whole take. He just never did any. I, I kind of liked him in the 2020 season yeah. because he was well rounded and he did his job, and that was all that was required of him. Mm -hmm. And then the more I watched out 2021, I was like, this guy's not getting any better. This guy's not making any waves. This guy's just your most vanilla, yeah, his unbranded boom, main tank player. Kron coming in, rookie player. He's going to get max play time. He's full time. He's not a fucking rookie. <laughs> I think I think Krong's probably going to take the majority of the play time on this team. Yeah, I could see that. I, don't I think could that's definitely a see that. The, I mean, it depends on what his main tank's going to be looking like. So I don't even I think we're getting too in the weeds in terms of roles of tanks and we should be looking more about what players are young enough and proven to be able to adapt to changes in the game. Um, which I think Krong's been able to do. That's the that's the key trait I want to be looking at for tanks with Overwatch 2, because... Krong is absolutely more mechanically gifted than Rio and has a... I ain't even talking the mechanics, yeah. though. I'm thinking, how the hell is the... Like, you've been playing for years and years and years, knowing that there's a second tank alongside you that's supporting you, and that affects the way you play and the flow of the game and team fights. There's going to be a big adjustment if there's not one already in, like, the workshop mode scrims that teams need to be ready for, and... Some teams are just going to trip and fall in their faces. Like yeah, some tank players are going to just trip and fall. You're going to watch them 
get fielded, I think, week one. The hype's going to be around it, and then suddenly we're going to be like, what, what are we watching? What's it's like 2018 here? again. You're going to see gonna, I think mirrors. it's going to feel like that. You're going to see gonna mirrors. Feel like that, yeah. People who are hyped up, and then they just, wow, they can't adapt. Yeah, I think it's going to feel like that. So I, I, I'm focused on players that can adapt or have shown that they can adapt to meta changes, shifts, and like that. And I think Kron... Did, did Kron do that, that really this past season? I don't know. I felt like he he wasn't like he definitely wasn't the old Krong of like oh I'm hitting the craziest rocks of all time. Like I definitely think he still is mechanically gifted, but like I don't know. I don't know if he's like I'm pretty uninspired by like every portion of this currently. Like I do think they I, yeah I don't know. I'm just yeah I, on charge right I'm, now. I've got the nostalgia goggles on. Well, Krong was good. I thought Krong was fantastic in contenders on Diva. Looked really mechanically gifted, and then when he moved over to Sigma in the 2020 season, I thought that was really good too. But I wouldn't really say that... I don't know. I haven't seen that, like, adapting his playstyle completely. Or It's not like he brought out, like, a world-class Zarya and Hog and, like, has a really deep hero pool at the off-tank level, mm -hmm. at least from what but I But also, how recall. much of that was even his fault? Because I feel like Rio this year, sure. comparatively, like, wasn't even... Like, he definitely... It felt like their whole team had an issue where they just weren't coordinated to the same level. They weren't getting the same near level, like, of, of synergy that they had in the past. So, like, how much of that is on Krong? How much of that is on Rio? So it's maybe Kronk still has the mechanics there. He showed it in 2020 and in Contenders yeah. to pop I, off. I agree with all of you. But I, if there's one excuse you can get, like, give this team last year, I think it was going into the season, I was actually quite bullish on Guangzhou because Arachne was the head coach for this team. Mm. Um, and I right, was actually yeah. looking forward to that. He was that. very hyped, you know, because of his uh, former performances. He was part of the shock, et cetera. And he left very early on in this season. Um, I think after just like a few weeks, um, and I think that, like, messed with this team quite a bit. Um, like, in the middle of the season, your head coach leaves, and then you have to adapt after that. Uh, yeah, he left in, in May, the 6th yeah. of May. And the season had already begun um, at that point. Now, I, I can't recall why he left, but this just felt like a dysfunctional organization following that, and they already didn't have a lot of great talent going for them. But, you know, with that, with that excuse away... I, I think I think this tank line is really bad. I really do. I, I think really bad. Yeah, I think it's really bad. I, I think Rio <laughs> is is not going to be at all a main tank you can rely on and get good performances out of. I think that Krong had a disappointing 2021. And you know, again, maybe it's not entirely his fault. Maybe he can maybe it's one of those things like your his team was so bad that he couldn't really, you know, uh, flourish and play his best performances. Like uh, his stats were actually kind of league average and um, you know, all things considering how bad Guangzhou were, like you gotta give him some credit for actually uh, continuing to contribute to this team. But like, this you look at some of these better. other teams in APAC as well, and I'm just like, dude, you guys are gonna run over. I, it's yeah, it's I tough, mean, man. Like even Philadelphia Fusion, Seoul Dynasty, like Hangzhou are going to be better than this past year. Like they, these are. Good teams. I think Guangzhou, like the tank line is just not good enough. They're not injecting any new exciting things into this roster. I have a very hard time to be uh, excited about this roster at all. Like, Would you, I mean, we actually don't know the full roster for like the Fusion, for example. Um, but would you have them at the bottom of APAC? That sounds like the way that you're talking, you would have them That's below. My, okay, that will be my hot take. I think Guangzhou Charge are going to end last in APAC this upcoming season. Yeah, but you know what? I, I mean, I actually don't mind the Valiant roster. We'll get onto them in a future week, but I think there's more potential there. Honestly, I I don't you hate that. You want to talk about take the one good thing, Josh? The DPS line. 
What's yeah, we right? haven't even spoken about the DPS oh, line. Yeah, we haven't talked about the DPS well, line. Let's talk about the DPS line, though, because in 2020, I was really impressed by Eileen. I felt like it was a bit of a breakthrough year. Previously, Eileen had been benched in, like, the 2019 seasons and only come out to play Doom or Widow or something. It wasn't really, like, silly hero specialist, but it was very, very niche. And then in the 2020 season, I think it was because Nero had visa issues or something, Eileen ended up stepping up, playing the Genji, playing the Tracer, playing a whole range of different stuff, and looked very good for them that year. And then... As more talents entered the league and as Eileen's played longer, that same level of explosiveness just doesn't appear to be there. And you're pairing them up with uh, Choice One, Develop, who we haven't really seen much of at all. I think, Jonathan, he played a single map for the Shanghai Dragons now. Yeah. Literally one map with Who Are You or something. Hmm? And that was it. It was, it, was, he, 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 he was pretty good, that one map. He was pretty good, to be honest. But it's one map. Yeah, <laughs> they lost the Philadelphia Fusion. Also, his contender's performance, enough. which was recent, like wasn't like bad either. Like when you look at his performance with Talon and OZ Gaming and such, like it, he he was on like OZ Gaming was like this team that was like awful in contenders, but it had a lot of decent talents on it. It's like where Skewed came from and such. Yeah, but we're so, not like, talking about we're not talking about like a Preta, right? Where he's no, no, back to back not. to back MVP, best player from China. Like develops just oh, maybe he's got some talent. Yeah. I, yeah, I looked at some of his matches, specifically when he played for, uh, for uh, Talon. His Sombra is not good, but you want this guy on like long-range hitscan or Tracer, which is actually kind of a nice thing to have uh, another Tracer player in this team because we'll, we'll talk about Choice One as well, but Choice One was a capable Tracer, and now you have Develop, who's also a capable Tracer. Nice, but you can want this triple guy... Tracer meta. The triple <laughs> Tracer. Yeah, the no, triple because, tracer. because that is like... I think having two capable Tracers is like really good on a team because that means that you can have like long range hit scan and you can play like tracer long range hit scan like florida mayhem did in uh was it 2020 uh, or yeah, yeah yeah they played like yaki on tracer and they can be a long range hit scan but they can also flex over and have developed play the tracer and allow allow choice one to play others the projectile heroes like farah genji and you won't really um miss out that much in the uh downgrading performance on the tracer role and if tracer is going to be as consistent and important in overwatch 2 as in overwatch 1 i actually think that's a big thing for this team like a big boon for them but again like develop i don't think he's like a super interesting player i watched some of the vods and he's just like his sombra is not good you can't rely on that at all so you probably want eileen to play that his long range hit scan is like okay my my twitch chat they wouldn't they, they were kind of roaring when I said this, but he, he, he sort of reminded me to be like the Korean logics. Then <laughs> like he can play like <laughs> some long range hit scan. He's a bit more consistent than logics, but like he's not going to be the next big thing. And if Guangzhou wants to be the next big thing, develop will have to be that player, in my opinion, who just like starts wowing in the APAC region. But right. so far, I haven't seen anything that just like <clears throat> takes can I me give away. Some, uh, some hopium. Oh god, the please. Fans. The Guangzhou Charge fans, all three of them that are watching, are yep. begging you I'm, for some hope. I'm gonna tap into my mentat analysis. Okay. I'm taking in the data. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is my projection. Okay. Okay. Mm. I've watched two. Big meta shift Sniff incoming. Lounge. Not many things going on. The spice is in my system. Mm -hmm. Coursing my veins. Mm -hmm. I can feel it. Prescience. And Okay, is there is there more to it? Or there is, is that more. I mean what's yeah. going on? Okay, okay. so I've watched two. We know that Sombra's very OP. Yep. Eileen plays Sombra. Yep. Develop comes out. Dungslinger, new hero. <laughs> okay. Hit scan projectile fusion. Sorry, sorry. Dungslinger is hit scan. 
You're and, throwing poo at people at a hit scan level. projectile. <laughs> yeah, and projectile. It okay. fires compressed gas as the, right. as the hit scan element of right. it. Okay. And alternates into projectile, lobbing projectile dots. Okay. That um, And it can stick to walls and it does damage over time. Right, okay. I've got access to Overwatch 2, remember. I yeah. know this. Anyway, yeah, yeah. enough of the funny yeah. business. I do think there's a world. In, in all, if, I'm to, if I'm to drag any serious point out of what the fuck we just went down into, it is that... There is a lot of uncertainty coming into next year. Yeah. We're going to into more DPS-focused um, elements with the game. It's moving into that direction. I actually do have faith in the tank line, or at least in Krong as an individual, because I've got my, my rose-tinted goggles on, and Molly as a player. I think Molly's sick from 2020. <laughs> Again, two years ago. Um, and there's a world in which I can see that this team... I don't see them being the bottom, but I see there being two tiers in APAC, and they are going to be, again, taking maps against the other teams at the bottom tier of APAC. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like think they're going to the, be the The region is going worst. to be split no. into two, and I can see them taking maps against, I don't know, I guess Valiant, um, who else would be in the bottom tier with them? Maybe, it depends, it depends where you're at. Well, we'll get on the rosters anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no one would give a shit about those matches between the Guangzhou Yeah, but the point, the but the point so being I'm is... I'm just like planting my be... flag so that when those matches come around, the little Twitch, uh, YouTube viewer Andy's, they'll be like, oh, Johnny, what's wrong about the Guangzhou Charge? Look at them but... go against the Valiant. I'm planting my flag because those <laughs> matches need to be exciting my and I'm trying to make them at least, yeah. you know, like I... fizzy drink worthy, you know? I just think, I look at this roster and I see... <laughs> I see them. What does that mean? I see them taking maps against some of the other bottom teams. I see when it gets to the the tournaments as well, there is upset potential if a roster falls in their laps or not a roster, a meta falls in their laps that they are sufficient at. Like this they're is a roster. They're not going to be where... in the tournaments. They're shit, Bren. But they're they, not. But they, they really are. They could. No, they could. There's a world in which they could. No, I'm looking I at the other rosters in APAC. They even. Even if their DPS line is the best thing you've got going for the Guangzhou Charge, they have a bottom two DPS line quote in me. APAC. Call me on this. They could. They could. <laughs> they could. I mean, yeah, they could. Yeah, I mean, they the rest could. of the league could all fall ill and then Guangzhou Charge are the last one remaining. Listen, like some they, kind of for, fucking... like 40% of the roster has won Overwatch League. Think about that, huh? How many teams what? from APAC? 40% of the 40% yeah. of their roster Mo has won Overwatch League? Molly, develop. They uh, haven't won the Overwatch <laughs> League. They're on the bench. <laughs> uh, what? How many teams from APAC make it to the, like... Qualify for the mid-season. Uh, four? Not enough four? for Guangzhou. Four out of seven. They Not can, They could sweep in there. No, they Absolutely couldn't. they could. I think, so, I think, without fail, I, one of these top teams in APAC is going to underperform. At I, think, I, think time. A four, I think a fourth place it's going to be sold, by the way. potentially but possible for this team. I think a strong fourth place in APAC is very possible because, like, we don't know how Spark or Valiant are going to turn up, you know? Like, Fourth place is is doable, potentially. I mean, even if they beat both of those teams, wait, they're wait, not wait, in fourth. Wait, wait, we don't know how Spark is gonna turn out, dude. They have a DPS line of Shy and Alpha Yi, and you think this team will be worse than one with developed? No, I'm oh, not the green square, not, he believes in the spark coaching. I'm not, no, I don't believe, I don't believe in the spark. He believes they're actually going to field shy and alpha here. It's going to be great. I don't believe in that team. So, I'm in. Yeah. That I, team is going to be I'm chronically mismanaged, and all of your hope is going they down the won't. toilet. They won't. No, okay, they why? Won't. Oh, because they got Chengun. Oh, of course. Like, perfect. <laughs> they, also, we have another preview that we didn't do anyway. Exactly. So we're yeah, gonna, we're just ended up getting into a spark I, preview here, but... Fuck this I team. Have, I have hope. 
Okay, so they I mean, can they can make the midseason. If they make I the midseason, that I is think... that's a win Sorry, for them, God. and I think that they can do it. I'll be the only one that believes in them. Yeah, I'm I'll, not yeah. gonna um, challenge you on that. I have to apologize to the viewers. Okay, we make content to like to like round out people's lives, you know, to like make the world a better place. But this video is in that our mission. This video in particular, we've literally just like made people's lives worse rather than good. Like th this is just. <laughs> What do you I want us to feel do? Sorry Lie? Tell them that tell them that choice of one's the god's gift to to video games and Molly's I mean, gonna hard carry them. It was good. Like I do feel like choice one is actually a pretty yeah, good choice. One is good. Well, the yeah, DPS line on paper it probably could be pretty. Why decent. do you look so pained as you're saying this? It's a it's team full of mediocrity. It's a team full of mediocrity. Like choice one is a good tracer. I'll give it that. It's all it's all mediocre. It's it's mediocre across the board. Yeah. Good points for me, Krong, Molly. Especially one, and mm -hmm. if there's I a think meta, in, a, in a main support in a main support meta, unique is not bad. I think unique is a solid. No, player. When has there been a? No. I mean, when has there been a main support meta? Main since, as in like as in main support. I'm talking specifically as in like you need a main support instead of two flex supports. Like he will be okay. a good main support. Sure, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna he be, be serviceable, and that's most well, main yeah. support. Have we ever had a meta where the main support is the most important? Maybe the Mercy meta. I mean, there's Mercy meta, definitely. Yeah. 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 Like some right. Brig metas. Anyway. Anyway, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy that video, Charge fans. <laughs> Holy shit. I, also, anyone, sorry. that was a rambling mess. So good luck <laughs> anyone really was. watching this video. Man, it, yeah. So anyway, we you can tell we're really excited about this team. But uh, in a couple of days, we're going to be going through the Hangzhou Spark. So stick around for that because I anticipate some molding and we'll see you then.